Sunday Meditation, June 14, 1981. LL Research Channeling Hatan. Carla Channeling. I am Hatan, and I greet you, my friends, in the love and in the light of our infinite Creator. It gives us great pleasure to greet each of you, and especially do we welcome the one new to our group and assure this entity that we are most honored to be able to share our thoughts with her at this time. My friends, we have always spoken to you of one very simple thought that is the original thought of the Creator. This original thought is love. Thus, we bring to your peoples the love of the Creator. All that you see about you that is material is made of the material of love, which is light. And it is for this reason that we greet you in love and in light. We speak always to that point and attempt in many different ways to approach it according to your various circumstances. Tonight, we would approach this understanding of love by speaking to you of a concept which is generated by your peoples. That concept is security. Among your peoples, my friends, it is understood that security is desirable, and yet rare is the person that feels secure. Where is security to be found, my friends? Is it to be found in the accumulation of your worldly goods? It would seem that this is not the case, for there are many among your peoples who have amassed a comfortable amount of worldly goods and yet are painfully insecure. Is it the occupation of your hours, of what you call work, that gives you security? This seems to be a widespread concept among your peoples, that what an entity does lends to that entity's reality, which the entity alone does not have. To do, then, is to be, and to do represents security. And yet, if an entity is at all thoughtful, this security too will pall. For it will become clear as experiences accumulate for an entity that he is more than what he does, and thus this security too will vanish. We have often asked you to meditate, my friends, and we suggest it once again in this regard, for there is only one security. That is the knowledge of the nature of yourself. To know that you are not a transient being is to be secure. To know that this is an illusion and that though you participate in it and play your part, that there is an infinite which is part of your makeup is to feel secure. This knowledge of the self may come spontaneously to a few, but for the most part it is a hard-won knowledge. Serenity, long sought after, is seldom won permanently, 
And so, day by day, you must seek knowledge of your true nature, of your true oneness with love in meditation. It does not matter what the technique may be for your meditation. It matters only that you desire to seek the truth of your own nature and of the nature of the creation. As you look about you, you may see great evidence, my friends, of your people's striving for security. As you sit within this domicile, you sit within a location which has been carefully planned to increase security of entities, and so it shall do for a brief period of your time. One day, my friends, these entities will be in this dimension no more. They will leave their shell, their securities, their misconceptions of what security is. And they will embark upon a very interesting journey, my friends. In meditation, you may begin that journey now. You may become aware of the infinite nature of yourself while in this illusion. And, knowing this, your behavior may be such that the Creator's love may find its way through the channel of your being with more ease. At this time, I would transfer this contact. I am Hatan. L. Channeling. I am Hatan, and I greet you, my brothers, in the love and the light of our Creator. The concept of security in its reality is not difficult to understand, my brothers. For true security lies not in that which one possesses, but rather in that which one gives away. If you would seek security, seek it in service, for service is the path upon which the soul, as you call it, rises through the planes of the universe. As one performs service, either in the path of service to oneself or in service to other, his act functions as a sort of solvent which reduces his density just as water, for example, will dissolve away crystalline forms that might be adhering to a less solid formation, thus freeing it of unnecessary weight and rigidity which might be holding it back. Consider, if you will, how a spring might be pressed and then coated with a solid substance that, if allowed to remain, would keep the spring forever compressed, never allowing to release its pent energy to grow and expand. Service for the individual is that which dissolves away the more dense actions, the more dense perceptions and prejudices that we use to force ourselves to retain a form which needs to be dissolved away, allowing us to use the energy contained within us and release ourselves from our self-imposed bondage. Therefore, my brothers, if you would be secure, then be secure in your striving. Find your contentment in accelerated growth Hitch your wagon, as the saying goes, to the nearest star, and let it bear you where it will, as ever onward and ever upward. 
And that, my brothers, is the objective of your striving. At this time, I would transfer this contact to another instrument. I am Hatan. Jim, channeling. I am Hatan. I am with this instrument. We would now offer ourselves in the service of answering questions or attempting them to be more precise. Are there any questions which we might attempt to answer? Carla, I have a very minor one. I was just wondering if the reason that there was a pause there was because two of our numbers were asleep and I woke them up and as soon as I woke them up, you were able to come through. Was that the blockage? Is there a drain on the energy of the group if there is someone asleep? Hatan I am Hatan, and we would answer you, my sister, by saying that, in part, you are correct. For the most efficient contact to be made, as you know, your tuning device, whichever you may use for the evening, serves the purpose of making each of the entities within your circle as one, each with the other. And it is to this total entity that we communicate. There was also another problem, shall we say, and that was this instrument was not concentrating as precisely as necessary, for his attention was also drawn to those who had, shall we say, momentarily departed our group. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. That does it, except I was also interested in whether the children that were with us were content that we were meditating, and that was why the contact was such a good one tonight. Hatan. I am Hatan. We would say in this answer that the young entities which are resting now in the upper part of this dwelling are a, shall we say, gentling influence upon the group if they are not within the earshot, shall we say, of the group and the message. For if they are located too closely, then they may serve the opposite purpose of keeping the contact from occurring. For they are not yet of the age of decision, whereby they may decide that they wish to participate in this group. And as you know, each person within the circle must, of their own free will, choose to be within the circle and to experience the message which we have to offer. Thus, entities such as the young children may play either role, and on this occasion they are what might be called a gentling influence helping each within the circle to find that openness of child within the self which wishes to hear a message such as the humble and simple message which we of Hatan have to share with your group. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. No, thank you, Hatan. Hatan. We thank you, as always. May we answer another question. C. I don't know if it's so much a question as just me wanting to talk. I work at a... We have grocery stores, 
and I see a lot of food and things just wasted because of laws that have been established by our lawmakers. But this past week, there was an incident in which I was a part, and which, afterwards, I was kind of regretting having done to begin with. I remember before the incident happened, I thought what a waste it was going to be that we had to destroy all this food, and then I got to thinking. According to the laws made by our lawmakers to protect people, since this food was not exactly as it should have been according to guidelines that have been established, that perhaps it was the best thing to get rid of it. But I didn't really want to have a part in it. But then, when it came down to the time to destroy the food, instead of, I did not have to do it, but something in me made me want to do it. I don't know what it was, how or what, to destroy this stuff. And like I say, after it all occurred, it was just, at first, it didn't hit me. The waste. I didn't think anything about me doing it. Then later, I couldn't figure out why I had done this, why I even enjoyed doing this. I mean, in this particular case, I knew the exact nature of the problem with the food stuff was nothing serious. It was nothing major. It was nothing to hurt anyone. It was just a little too much of water in the product. But the fact that I did it, and really almost felt compelled to, just wanted to do it, bothered me. It was not the first time it's happened. It's happened other times with things they throw away, which are really still useful, but I don't know. I just, in this instance, it just hit me. I'm just wondering, as we progress, will we gain enough sense not to destroy just because some law says we should or we grow out of need for an established code of laws? What can we expect as we leave this density? Hatan. I am Hatan. My brother, we would answer you by saying, as we have spoken earlier this evening concerning security, that those laws which your culture has conceived are laws which deal with your material world and deal with matters which are not the heart of your being. You may concern yourselves with them as much or as little as you like, for they are if we may say, of little consequence in the overall picture of your life, the journey which you are making, and the goal towards which each of you move. When you leave this density, you will, for a greater or shorter period of what you call time, depending upon your own individual need and place, shall we say, be able to tune into the universal laws which govern all creation. These laws are based upon the foundation of the love of the infinite creator. These laws are those which shall guide you as surely as the stars have guided your sailors for centuries. These laws are those which are, at this moment, available to each of those upon your planet, available for the seeking, available to the seeker. We would suggest that you use each of the instances, such as the one which you have spoken of this evening, as what might be called a catalyst to discover the underlying or greater law 
the law greater than the one on the surface, greater than appearance, greater than rules, regulations in the amount of water in a product. We would suggest that you use each puzzling circumstance as a riddle in your own mind and let your consideration of it take you deeper and deeper until you discover for yourself the true law at its foundation. May we answer you further, my brother. See, something that's beyond this last instance was brought forward in my mind. I don't know. It just seems like for years now, it's been little power games going on in my mind, rethinking situations, having hindsight of what I should have done, what I will do so that I'll have the upper hand. I won't be the one under the other person. I don't believe that I physically manifest them to a great extent, as far as physical actions to carry things out, but sometimes I worry because it seems like they just keep reoccurring, reoccurring, just like a steady stream. It's not so much here and there, but just isolated situations. Seems like a constant thing. Then I get situations like this week we had a chance to just let out this thing, that I had all this power to destroy all this stuff. Exhilarating for the moment, but really, it really made me feel bad. Should I just spend more time in meditation? Why these things are occurring? Hatan. I am Hatan. Again, my brother, we would say that you have discovered for yourself the necessary step to take. Indeed, meditation might be that procedure which would aid you in your balancing as you go about your daily activities. For most of the activities of your people, of your planet, do not have balance, do not have harmony. It is as if there is disease, and those who participate within the daily activities of your planet are susceptible to this disease or imbalance. And by using the technique of meditation, you will find within yourself the ability to balance, so that the activities in which you participate during the day might become part of a larger understanding within your own being and might become, for you, catalysts to learn and to grow further and further into the understanding and the oneness of the infinite Creator. We cannot urge too often for you people to consider meditation as the opportunity to find any answers to the puzzles which are presented daily in your lives. May we answer you further, my brother? See, No, I think I just felt like talking a little bit tonight. Thank you. Thank you for your answers. Hatan. We thank you. It is always a privilege and an honor to be able not only to share our simple thoughts with your group, but to listen to those thoughts which are of concern to you. Is there another question at this time? L. I have a question I'd like to ask, Hatan. I have a small child that I'm responsible for, and I find that this service to him of being a parent frequently conflicts with my desire to attend these meditations. He is, as yet, 
too young to be able to converse or understand your advice and the teachings you convey to us. Therefore, would it be proper to bring him along to the meditations, or would this interfere with the meditations? Hatan I am Hatan. My brother, as we have mentioned earlier this evening, each entity which joins this circle must join of their own free will, and in most cases, this means that entities must be able to decide and be of the age of decision whereby they may decide to join this group. We have, on some occasions, spoken to groups which contained entities who were what might be called a young age. But these instances have been few, and we have, on those instances, been required by the decision of the group and of the young entities to speak in much more general terms than we are able to speak on this occasion, for instance. We would, in your case, suggest that as an alternative to bringing your child to this meditation, that you attempt through your own words to explain to your child those concepts which have meaning to you, that you have derived from this meditation. And when your child is of an age whereby through this dialogue with you, he is able to choose for himself to come to a meditation such as this and partake, then that shall be the time when it is proper to include your child. May we answer you further, my brother. L. Yes, I have two questions. One is, could you define more fully the age at which a child is capable of making that decision? And second, to the best of my understanding, my child is not yet able to understand even single-sentence explanations. He's still functioning on the basis of communication through single words and very limited word associations. I find it difficult to believe that I could explain any concepts to him at this time. Is there any further advice you can offer in that area? Hatan I am Hatan. In this instance, my brother, we would say that it is difficult to determine precisely the age at which Side one of the tape recording this session ends here. We pick up on side two with Jim channeling Hatan. I am Hatan, and am with this instrument once again. As we were saying, it is not easy to determine the age at which a child may be able to decide for itself, but we might suggest that the age of decision-making for most children, a range, shall we say, for those of your peoples, is somewhere between the ages of approximately four to the age of seven. It varies according to individual circumstances. We would suggest further that in the case of your own child, that you might proceed first, if he is unable to understand complete sentences, that you explain words or concepts individually by actions which have meaning for your child. In this area, you will, of necessity, need to rely on your own creativity, a type of communication which your child is able to understand and which you are aware, through experience with your child, that he is able to understand and to connect with words and phrases. We would suggest as a next step 
that when your child is able to understand sentences, that you continue, as we previously suggested, to provide, may we say, your child with those concepts which are of value to you. And in this way, begin the education on a spiritual level which will enable your child to understand those concepts which we present here. For when your child is able to understand those concepts spoken from your lips as we speak to you, then he will also be able to understand what it is we have to share with each who attends these meditations. For we are none other than your other selves, or should we say, your brothers and sisters, who speak to you as brothers and sisters. Therefore, when your child is able to understand through dialogue with you, then you will know that he is able to understand that which we have to share with those in your group. May we answer you further, my brother. L. No, I feel you've answered my question. Thank you. Hatan. We thank you. Is there another question at this time? I am Hatan. It has been a great privilege and an honor to be able to speak a few of our simple thoughts with your group this evening. We greatly appreciate each opportunity to join you in your meditations. It is a source of great joy for we of Hatan to be able to join any group or any entity as their meditations are conducted. We would assure each in this circle tonight that we would be most happy to join them in meditation at any time, whether they are with this group or alone meditating. We would be most happy to join you, and your request is all that is needed. We are known to you as those of Hatan, simple messengers of the love and the light of the infinite Creator. And in that love and light, we leave you now. I am Hatan. Adonai. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.